Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Literally Literate, the show where I, uh, Padia, talk about different elements in literature. Today I'm going to be talking about themes and fairy tales that are also seen in the game called, or a game called Persona 5. Alongside this, I will be joined by my guest, not guest hosts, or friends, you could say, Shilomi and Ashna. Yay. How are you guys doing? <laughs> doing good. Yay! Oh, okay. Uh, so today we're calling over like Discord, so it's not. It's gonna be maybe I don't know a little hectic, perhaps, and people are gonna be talking over each other. So bear with us. Ah, please. Okay. So hopefully both of you are familiar with the game Persona Five. Uh, and yeah, and like the stories that I sent you, because <laughs> yeah, that would be really weird if it weren't if you guys weren't. But uh, okay. Well, let's jump in. Or, jump right into this uh so as you all know persona 5 really famous game uh <laughs> courtesy to my friend shelly who introduced me to it uh i really love this game god <laughs> uh what was i gonna say um oh yeah game so it's about these uh this one main protagonist uh it has been in a way outcast in society and uh because of this he now has to move into tokyo i said it was tokyo yeah, Tokyo. Mm-hmm. He has to move to Tokyo and now is living with a person who runs a cafe, but unfortunately this one day while he was trying to go to school, he gets sucked into this other dimension type world called the Metaverse. And now he is a part of the Phantom Thieves. Well, not really a part, but he made the Phantom Thieves and now he meets like his acquaintances or more like friends. And in the game, you get to like, you get to see other aspects of society. You get to make relationships. You really get to see like the whole consciousness, con- like the like the dark, deeper and darker parts of society in a whole, which is very interesting in my part. I don't know if you guys found it interesting, but I did. So, what do you guys think about Persona Five as a game? Um, I got into it. I guess recently summer of 2020 i thought it was a really interesting game it was very lengthy but yeah, the different sure. parts of it really made up for it yeah um my favorite part honestly was like trying to infiltrate the palaces because <laughs> like you really got to see because uh, i'm a person who loves to like get really deep into people's minds and like try to think about like not think but like more psychological i guess you could say so i like to really delve into deeper parts of the human consciousness and like be like oh why did this person do this so yeah i don't know if ishna wants to say anything on this but uh she can if she wants to do you want to say something um input i don't know too much about persona 5 i do know that um you have to break into people's castles and the castles represent their mm-hmm. um mind like and their thoughts desires. or whatever. I've yeah. watched like the deepest desire. I've watched a couple of clips. The only the only real castle I actually know about is the first castle mm-hmm. in Persona Five. Yeah, Kamashita. The oh. yeah, the mm-hmm. weird perverted teacher. His castle dude. was really interesting. His honestly. castle the first castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. like, you know, it's like like I guess the intro. Yeah, the intro. Um, that's the only thing I know. Yeah. That I'm um, like, you know, you go into them, you find out, um, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's okay, about, it's okay. And you try to defeat them from inside. Well, and you you still know the game and, like, how it runs and everything, so, yeah, okay. I so, know every, I know most of, it, yeah. of the game, yes. So, moving on, um, that's basically the summary of the game. So, 
Uh, essentially what I wanted to talk about more is these other stories that I want to link to Persona 5. So, what we're most likely going to be talking about here is going to be, uh, I think it was Snow White? Snow White, uh, The Tale Issue, and the strange story of Peter- I don't even know how you say his last name. Sklemen? I don't even know. I was saying Schleming for the last, for the longest time, and that's not how you say his name. But okay, uh, however you say his name. But yeah. So firstly, um, Snow White, a very classic tale. What was it? Um, oh yeah, very classic tale about uh, a pure girl who is well, the Grimm story essentially. Snow White about a girl who essentially is her her evil like her evil stepmother wants to kill her i assume and she runs away she meets these dwarves uh camps out with them the evil queen only wants to kill her really because she she wants to be the fairest in the land and the mirror keeps telling her that she's not the fairest in the land so for me technically i kind of perceive this as like her it's not really her fault from her like from my perspective because in a way, her society made that these these standards had to force her into killing her. So the fact that she had like she had the need to be fair, or like her desire to be fair, was because society pushed her to that point that she needed to be fair. That's my perspective on this. I don't know about you guys, but that's my like stance on this. Uh, I on would her character. Like to- Mm-hmm. I would like to respectfully disagree. Mm-hmm. The evil queen is at fault. She shouldn't have done that. The thing is, by killing Snow White, she's making herself the the, the, the number one in the land. I don't recall anywhere in the book saying that she has to be the number one just because she's queen. That was just her own desire at that point. Yeah, that's point. her yes, own society. desire, though. Yes, because she wants to be liked by society. She, she wants. She wants to be... She wants to have like that attention by society. She wants to be loved by society, by by people. She want. She was kind of pushed to that. Like these norms kind of pushed her to that conclusion in a way. From my perspective. Yes, mm-hmm. society tells people to be pretty and they have to be the fairest or whatever. But like, she's the queen. Who's no one? She's the queen. She's like the highest power in the land. If someone's forcing her, then that just proves how much of a pushover she is, right? And killing someone to be the number one in something, and killing your kid, right? Well, how old was Snow White? She was like 16. Stepkid. Not really her like, that's, kid. That's, it's still her kid, her stepkid. That's still her kid. Half uh, kid. Still, oh yeah, half kid. It, it, whatever. It's Okay, she's the guardian of her. And killing her just because she's a bit better in something that she cannot control. That's 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 not fair. That's 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 dumb. I'm she's the like she's the queen. Mm-hmm. If someone's pushing her you, into a corner this where fact. she feels like she has to kill someone to be the best in something, that's that's a her problem, man. Like, come on. <laughs> that's a her problem. No, but like, the fact that no 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 no, no but, like I do. Not, I just want to add on. Um, 
you do know that people people can like people have different masks as like Charles Cooley says. People, people have different masks. Snap. Yeah. Yeah. This so point, this the fact that no 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 the fact that someone could act in, in a different way towards you than they do in a different way to like way towards their parents is obviously very like blatant. You can see that. So people they could always just like put on a mask, be like, Oh yeah, you're the fairest and the queen but like technically their design like not their desires, but their underlying like um persona would really not say that like they they know that she's not the fairest in the land obviously she's gonna be still like criticized for it behind her back so i guess from like okay, hiding yeah, from that she's the, she's the queen well, fine, she, whatever, like how, fine, how much how much is she really gonna yes. like yeah people how much will look can... fine then people talking behind her back that's an mm-hmm. issue but the thing with her and snow white that bit that little connection that mm-hmm. was jealousy because she yeah. wanted to be. That bit is called jealousy. But where did, not, jealousy about about where did that jealousy stem from? Where did that jealousy stem from? No, listen to me. Yeah, there's lots of elements to this. Cinder- uh, Cinderella. Oh my god. Cinderella. Snow That's White. our next topic. The kid. The next topic. Cinderella. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to- I just want Shalomi's opinion on this. Shalomi? <laughs> I love how yeah. Oshna just overtook this conversation. <laughs> yeah, you, you said that um, society was pushing on um, the evil queen, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I'd interpret it the same way, except that just using the evil queen as a good representation of what um, your own desires can um, manifest into, and that's what society does to a person, but I, I see her as the actual personification of society rather than society pushing her that's the only yeah yeah Yeah. okay well this was a nice conversation uh i was gonna say (laughs) uh, i see you writing but okay um what was it gonna be like i was gonna say uh sorry so next topic um cinderella tale of the shoe um so i what is it tale of the shoe by emma donahue i think that's your last name yeah yeah, so Emma Donahue. Oh, I really like this story. I really like this story too. <laughs> um, I it's female empowerment, obviously. Um, so yes, female empowerment. Obviously, she left. Okay, so but well, both of you know, I assume. Shall me? Do you know? I yeah. Okay. Yeah, we all read it. Okay, good, good. <laughs> I love the ending. Okay, so essentially, this uh, story is about where a woman. Um, well, not a woman. Oh, I'm not sure what her age is, but I'm gonna assume she's a woman. Um, she, uh, it's, uh, she wants to, uh, she, like, Cinderella, basically, she goes to a ball, but instead of, um, what is it, in the end, marrying the man, or the prince of her dreams, as people would say, she leaves him, and goes back home. <laughs> I love that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so, what do you think about her character? Uh, I was gonna say, so, first off, I'm just gonna state my opinion. Uh, I say that she just didn't, she just did not want to be a housewife, honestly. She just, she really just said, I'm gonna go fuck this man and leave. Not, it's not my problem. Like, she really did not want to want those, like, household duties. Like, in other words, like, in Persona 5 words, she didn't want to be shackled by, like, the duties of her household, in a way. So, uh... Yeah, and I, I, I can tell you're getting ready to, <laughs> to oppose me. <laughs> Anything I say, you will oppose me, but okay. So yeah, continue your opinion. 
You know, I'm kind of glad I, I asked you to be a guest star on this show because I really need some opposition for my for my thoughts. Hey, glad to be here. Okay. All right. So we read the same story. I remember you told me what you think of the story, and then yeah, I read this conversation. Story, and I was not expecting this at all. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't want to be a housewife mm-hmm. to the to the prince or yeah, whatever. But the thing is, in the story, it never really mentioned why she didn't want to marry the prince. She didn't show any distaste in being a housewife. What I got from the story mm-hmm. is that she wanted to be with the fairy godmother in that variation of the story. She left the prince for her gay lover. And I think that is awesome. Man, lesbians all the way. <laughs> oh yeah, lesbians all the way. And that's the reason <laughs> she left. There was, no, there was nothing, I reread that story five times, Hadia. There was nothing in that story about being a housewife. She okay, left well, that's prince. my perception. I think that's my own perception from my own, like... Okay, yeah, from I'm my own, your perception From my own wrong. experiences of being a brown woman, so... Like I'm being like pushed into marriage and shit, and I just don't. Yes, being pushed into marriage is horrible. But the thing is, in the story, she herself—it was in her point of view. She herself did not show, and she liked the prince. She said that she liked him. She was nice. He was kind. But he didn't. But she didn't. She did not show any hate for him being a guy. She did not show any hate of being forced to being married. The Mm -hmm. thing is, if they were to get married, it would have been a love marriage. Um, but the thing is, she left it because she'd rather be with the fairy godmother, which in that variation was, like, you know, her romantic partner in that very- It was a very interesting, um, change of- It was a very interesting, um- Yeah, I really like this story more than the original, honestly. It, I guess it's more- I liked it, I liked it. It was short, it was simple, it was cute, it was very well written. But the thing yeah. is, in this story in particular, because beforehand, before I read the story, you said- um, that she didn't want to be a housewife, so I looked. Well, my as best I said, as I said, that's my own perception of the story. That's why I I'm saying your perception be... wrong, though. Well, you can't really say that technically because everyone has their own different. There's literally no. One hour later. So Why'd I am going to next move on to Shalomi's opinion because she hasn't said anything. Oh my lord! <laughs> 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 so Shalomi. Your TA better love you being wrong. I swear to God, honey. You know what? It's shut the fuck up, bitch. A few moments later. Sorry, um, Shlomi, continue. You're supposed to relate this to Persona Five, right? Yeah, I was gonna relate it to Persona Five. That's what I that I quoted Persona Five, and I was like, because they don't they don't want to be shackled by society's um what is it norms? As I'm trying to say, they don't want to be shackled. They want to be free. They want to do their own things but they also want to be like they want to be moral about it too okay continue sorry yeah she she the girl is kind of like the phantom thieves where she just chose her own path whether it may be she doesn't want to be with the male and shackled down or anything but yeah. she really just took her own she really just went with her own heart i was going to say she reminded me of um on from persona 5 Cause uh, she didn't like, she didn't want to be sexual, not really sexualized, but she just didn't want to be, I guess, like looked down because she was she's a female. Like she wanted to be, she wanted to stand up on her own feet. Like, mm-hmm. so that's how I how I perceived her or Cinderella as. So yeah, okay, continuing on. Uh, so our last topic, finally after arguing with Krishna, uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't say that. <laughs> Oops. 
<laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> okay. Um, so last topic. Uh, story, stra the strange story of Peter Slim and... I don't know how you last say his last was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so this story is about uh, a dude who... A dude. <laughs> a man... A, you know what? It's a dude. It's a dude. I don't give a shit. It's a dude. Um, a dude who, who basically essentially sells his soul to a devil. Yeah. Uh, well, not his soul. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Shadow. Shadow. I meant shadow. Um, how I perceive this was... Uh, oh yeah, after... Sorry. Sorry. After he sold his shadow, he essentially becomes an outcast to society. No one likes him. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of perceive this as like... Uh, so at first, I was thinking of Jungian shadows. So where like, he technically sold like the darker part of him. But then again, that didn't really make any sense because... What, like, isn't that really a good thing to him? Like, if he, if he sold the darker part of his consciousness. And, like, the devil... I don't know. The devil could, like... Could feed off of that darkness. But that does, I don't know if that would really make sense. Uh, but moving on. I was gonna say... I was gonna say that in Persona 5, it's like... He kind of sold his his place in society. Or, like, the collective in consciousness. And, like, at the end, in, like, where the metaverse... When we get to see the metaverse. And where we get to see that everyone who had a palace... Is back in this cage of the collective unconsciousness, and like when they do get out, that's when they make their own palace. So that's what I was kind of like thinking of, or that's my whole thought process of this whole like story, and how his shadow kind of like he kind of gave up his his own position in society by selling his shadow because everyone like ridiculed him, they like berated him because. He didn't fit in. He didn't look like everyone else, I guess you could say. It's like if I were to, I don't know, go into a different country and like eat, not uh, conform to their social norms and like how they do things. I just do things my, by myself. So I was going to say like if I were to go to Japan and like stick chopsticks into rice, which basically means death. <laughs> like that's that's what I was thinking. Like he became like a stranger to into society. So that's my opinion on this. I don't know if you guys want to say something. Yeah. Um, hello. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it is it's true. It's, 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 uh, there's no um point in denying that everyone started hating him after he sold his shadow, right? Um, really not much to say about that. Like he wanted to be. What did he want? He wanted riches. Yeah. Well, he didn't really want anything, but he was kind of forced. Like he just he was like, you know what? I'll just go with the flow. That kind of thing. Hmm. So yeah. Well, haha. You can't oppose me here. I, I, it's, like, <laughs> sorry. It's sorry, most continue. like you know the town overreacted, saying that oh he doesn't have a shadow now he's an outcast. It was such an overreaction, but of course well, um I'm taking. I don't know if you read fairy tales. Uh, they're they're very like hyperbole type yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if hyperbole is the right word. I don't think I'm even using that in the right sense. But yeah. Uh, oh well, I'm not really good at English. I hope <laughs> this is good I don't enough. have much to say about it. Just like, you know, the facts are mm -hmm. clearly laid out. He sold his shadow. Everyone hated him, which I think is very dumb. No one has any reason to hate him. I'm like, it's just well, a shadow. that's what I'm saying. Society has. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Society what is just screwing everyone over. Like, he had so many emotional Society breakdowns sucks. because everyone hated him. He didn't have a shadow. Yeah. He had to, like, confine himself for so many. Like for such a long period that and like the thing is we're, we're beings that we're, we're like human beings can't really live without society but we also hate it <laughs> we 
we we can't live I without mean, it, but like, we hate it too. It's like I mean, like you don't have to follow society. Just follow the basic moral rules. You don't need to follow society, man. No, that's just you. You know how easy it is to wander around without a shadow. Like you don't have to worry about a shadow giving away your location. Like how awesome is that? Ushna, you that's just you being emo. I'm sorry. That's, I'm not being oh, emo. Why? I'm just <laughs> okay. Oh um, my god, whatever. <laughs> so let me go. I have no problem. Honestly, having no shadow would be epic. You no, that's just you being an Ushna Kinney. I'm sorry. Okay, continue, Shalomi. Call me an Ushna Kinney again. I swear to God. It's so yeah. sorry. My TA is gonna be listening to this, so you're still an Ushna Kinney in my eyes. I love you. I the mm -hmm. I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> continue, Shalomi. Uh, you related the uh guy to a palace to palace. Well, I related his shadow, like his shadow being not or unpresent to how he lost his place in society that's what i said because oh like technically the phantom thieves are the same thing they don't have a shadow but they're doing good with their powers i guess but in a way it, since he lost his shadow he's not he's not it's like how in persona 5 if you lose your if your shadow dies or if you lose it in a more in like a like in a violent way or if you don't like i guess confront your feelings you die in the real in like in real life you're not existent in society because you don't have that shadow you don't have that dark side to you so it's kind of like the same idea he's just still living but he, like he doesn't have a shadow but he's still living so he's just on the outskirts of society that's what i'm trying to say i don't know if that made sense hopefully that did um yeah i would relate him being them being him being an outskirt to society, to the Phantom Thieves, but them in real life, because all of them in their daily lives were like the outskirts of like. Yeah, like they were on the outskirts, because like they didn't really, they didn't fit into school. Like it, they did, they were there, but no one really acknowledged them. I guess you could say. And yeah, they didn't fit into the Japanese standard of what a good student was, regardless. Yeah, like especially. Like, uh, the UG. That's his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's For real? For real? For real? For real? <laughs> I remembered for real, yeah. but... Uh, yeah. Um, and like, everyone, everyone criticized him too for it. Like, uh, cause he, he had like, uh, he didn't really fit in. He, the only person he really like talked to was, uh, the main protagonist. And I honestly felt bad for him too. Uh, what is it? And he, like, even he had such a big problem with Kamoshida. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, but I'm not gonna yeah. get into that. But yeah. Although they, although they were, like, set as outcasts, they were pretty, like, they were still normal kids, and I don't think they had anything specifically weird about them other than that society didn't like them. And that's the same thing with, like, the guy just in the story, he just lost his shadow. He didn't really lose anything else of him but that one thing was so defining to everyone yeah exactly like just losing that one aspect of yourself made everyone hate him and it's something so like trivial too because like how how much do you really notice your shadow like if you think about it it's not really something you'd like uh, just notice every single day i guess you could say like because it's so like no one really you always have that 
thing, but when you lose it, you kind of understand the meaning or importance of it, I guess. Okay, well, I'm I'm glad everyone was here. Do you have any? Do you guys have anything else to say? Krishna, Shalomi, mm-hmm. bitch. <laughs> oh, I love how she goes back on me. Okay, well, uh, I guess this ends our podcast for today. I need to really edit this out because I know there's so much, so so much. Okay, well, I'm grateful for you guys to come on this. Thank you for coming on. Uh, yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yay. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we'll see each other in the next episode. Yay! Goodbye. Next Bye. episode. Bye. Hold on. There will be a next. Bye. There will be a next. I know it's gonna be there. It's gonna be there. Maybe in I don't know the next time I do this. Uh, I Not don't know. Brian doing this again. Oh my god. <laughs>